What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Midwest Coast Golf Podcast, hosted by Jordan, Colton, and myself, George. What's going on, everybody? What's up, baby? Uh, Pretty exciting week of weekend of golf. Uh, Siwoo Kim captured his fourth dub on the PGA Tour, finishing off the two-tournament Hawaiian swing. Um, let's just talk about him for a second. The kid's got some freaking balls. Uh, 72nd hole, got game. 72nd hole, tied for the lead. Probably needs to make birdie on his last. And I don't know if you guys are watching the, uh, the broadcast, but the guy tees his three wood up like he's hitting a driver so he can hit like a high, high draw around the corner, get it down there as far as he can. Oh yeah. Uh, it just sends it. sends it. Ends up in the bunker, whatever. Gets up and in for par, or gets on the green. Two putts for, or sorry, for birdie. Um, but I mean, that's the kind of shit you do when you're on the range, hanging out with your buddies. Not the on ball the seventy-second hole of a man, right. like a fucking PGA Tour event. That's insane. It's just these yeah. the guys out there are just absolutely insane. The confidence is through the roof, and uh, I'm I'm sure this kid's gonna parlay that win with the other three has and we are looking it up earlier he's got uh three three playoff losses i think it was yeah. three or four three total um so he's definitely this guy's wins. definitely gonna carry it on yeah definitely gonna carry it on throughout the year too I mean, so. the dude, the, would it be crazy to say yeah i mean the dude has a play yeah. he has a player's right. win already too at Basically. what seven 18? Was that it? 17, no, I think. Maybe 18? 17, which has been six years since he won that event. And I think he was 17? pretty young when he won it. He was, what, 21? So. Yeah, uh, he got his tour card at 17 years old. Just an absolute stud. I mean, would it be a bold prediction? I mean, what, what are we doing, boys? a prediction to say he's going to win a major this year? You don't think no, so? No, not going to happen. No. All right. No. Well. Maybe it's a bold prediction then, but I don't think so. He's not ready for that one yet. <laughs> I mean, a player is, has that caliber of a field, so but, you never know. But you're probably right. I don't. I don't think I'll see him getting one. I ooh, yeah. would you rather see or would you say Siwoo has a better chance than Rory this year to get the Masters? A lot. Yeah, of, that's a tough question. There's a there's a, there's a lot Rory's on the ever gonna get that. question. There's a lot on the line too, though, for uh, South Koreans, right? Mm-hmm. Mandatory two year military service. Unless they win a yep right, unless they win a, a a medal in the Olympics or a Masters. Well, the Olympics is already out. He already tried that. Now he's got to rely right. on a major. Wow, a lot of pressure. Some... A lot of pressure for the kid. That's major pressure. But definitely got the game. Ballsy performance last week. Can roll the rock. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Hell of a hell of a tournament. Hell of a tournament. All right, we're gonna do a little segment here. Weekly weekly forecast, weekly weather forecast uh, for the past past weekend and the upcoming week. JoJo, we're going to send it over to you. You're going to send it over to me to start it off? Honestly, yes, it was a pretty dull weekend. Watched a lot of football. Uh, actually, some really, really good football was on this weekend. Placed a couple bets, lost some money. It's pretty typical. I feel like I've lost. Typical weekend. <laughs> I feel like it's, it's too typical. <laughs> Uh, losing a few bones in the sports betting world these days. So, you know, if you're winning in the sports betting world, something's wrong because you're just, you're <laughs> supposed to lose. You're supposed to donate every week. 
It's just, it's just, it's just part of the deal. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. a tough. It's uh, a other tough than the week, that was the weekend. Uh, yesterday went to a nice little Red Wings game at Mullet Arena, uh, where ASU plays, as well as the Phoenix Coyotes or Arizona Coyotes. So, uh, a great atmosphere. Uh, the Tro- Detroit Red Wings couldn't get it done. They lost in a fucking shootout, and it's just the typical Red Wings as well. So, they have eight overtime losses this year. That is insane. Not the best record. For That's crazy. No. So no. But they're on they're on the rise. I feel like they're we, we can only hope. I mean, hopefully the the Iser plan is is in full effect. So we're, we'll got be new, on the rise. There, there's new leadership there team. this year, right? Yeah, they have a new head coach. Um, right. He came. He actually came from Tampa, which is where Eisman was for a while, and led them to a cup. Right. So yeah, they're they they're definitely on the rise. It, it'll be a few years though. So we'll see. The goalies need to figure their shit out. Well, as long as my boy. Uh, as long as my boy Larkin still rips zinners out there on the on the field, whatever you call it, fucking hockey, <laughs> that would be a, rink, that would be sorry, a the rink. rink, the rink, sorry, yeah, yep, the rink. Uh, he is the vote of uh, being my captain for a very long fucking time. I so. love it. Mm-hmm. Hey, we we can swing it over to to uh, Colts. Yep. Uh, yep. How was your weekend? I know you uh, you had a nice little win there at the Nino. Yeah, uh, you know what? Weekend turned out to be pretty well, boys. Uh, started out a little Saturday night, hung out with some friends, uh, watched the little Jags and Chargers game. So we were watching the game and thought uh, the Jags, I thought they were going to come back. And uh, my buddy uh, Vinny uh, put put money to win on the Jags and won 1400 off of that. So that was pretty sick. Next day, we went to the Nino after a whole bender of a Saturday night, decided to go to brunch, and they wanted to go to the casino, and then went to the slots over at the casino and won a nice little nine hundo. That's that a, was uh, that's first a, time playing slots. That's a solid dub. <clears throat> yeah, that was a big dub for me. 100%. So Then you threw some money yeah, on a game, don't too. Don't know uh, – I don't know if that's ever going to happen again, boys. So I'm going to stay away from the Nino for a little bit. I don't know. Probably I'm, a good idea. No, I don't think it's a good idea. You keep sending it, George. <laughs> George, you're, you've had some very, very high success rate at the the casino. I say that, and I, to- I totally meant I totally meant the other thing. Um, <laughs> totally said what against what I what I do, but that's besides the point. Going back to that Chargers game, though, did you boys see uh, the guy who post or who who placed the bet 1.4 million to win? Eleven thousand. The Chargers were up on the Chargers when they're up twenty-seven nothing. Yeah, insane. What was that? That guy is an idiot. Yeah. Um. The 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 guy put one point four. Yeah, I think it's I think it was one point four million on the Chargers when they were up twenty-seven. Yeah, to win eleven thousand, and it was something like the reverse odds where if he put that one point four on the Jags at the time was like. 38 million or something or 40 million or something like that. I think it, it may was have just even like, been higher, dude. I think it would have been like 56 million or if, if not even more than that, not a mathematical major, but you're probably right. Either way. What yeah, a dumb that, was, uh, that was. That's mm-hmm. yeah, that was, that was pretty stupid. I do not feel bad for that guy. Cause if you're throwing 1.4 million down on that bet, just to win 11 grand, I feel like you have money to blow. And yeah, I, don't know. I mean that one. Yeah, that's just that a stupid him? bet. 
That's twenty five bucks, right. pretty much, to right. us. So, what about you, Georgie boy? What a moron! What what happened um, during your weekend and and your? You yeah, know? what was your uh, weekend like? It was a pretty laid back weekend. Uh, we had a buddy from college, one of our teammates, Jesse, came into town. Uh, lives in Canada. Yep, mm-hmm. came down. Haven't seen him in a while, so bunch of guys from the team met up down Detroit and we actually did hit the casino and I got a, I got a fun little story. Yeah. So big roller threw 25 bucks in it, threw 25 bucks in a slot machine, lost it all. (laughs) And I was like, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to press my luck here. So I had 12 bucks left in my wallet, put it in the slot machine, hit spin. What I was trying to do $2 spins. Hit the hit the thing, max bet it. It was five bucks, so I'm automatically down to six dollars, whatever. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I got three spins left. One spin, nothing. Two spins, nothing. Down to my last two bucks. Hit spin. See the credits go to zero. Ching! I won a hundred bucks. Immediately, <laughs> immediately cashed. Wow. Out. Yeah. Right. It wasn't nine hundred dollars, but I immediately cashed out, and. Uh, yeah, walked up, took that out, went over to the blackjack table, got that up to 175, and then we. This was like our pregame for going out, and I just cashed out, tab. and that was my yeah, it was a great bar tab. We uh, we went to this place called the Big Pink. Uh, it was like a a rave place, like some house music. So we were feeling ourselves in there. Um, but we weren't feeling ourselves on Sunday morning, but it was, it was fun. Uh, other than that, did you meet, did you meet a girl? No, no, no. I was, I was in no shape Uh-oh. to be talking to women, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, other than that, yeah. Watch some football, lost some money on some sports bets. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it was, yeah. it, it was pretty laid back. I will say it is, it is nice. With the uh, PGA Championship or PGA Tour playing in Hawaii being five hours behind us because you can get home at 8 o'clock and still watch basically the back nine of the golf tournament. So, Yeah, that's always nice yeah. for those tournaments. Right. So that was nice. And then, yeah, I mean, it was just laid back, got to see some friends, hung out, and now we're here. Perfect. I love it. Sounds like a good weekend, I don't boys. think I've ever won money on the slots. At a casino, it's always just me dumping my money in and never getting a return. So, yes, I, I, I well, stay the crazy, away from them the, as as much as I would. Well, the crazy story was too when I put I put a hundo down, and I had a hundred dollars to spend, and I was losing a lot at first. And then my buddy Vinny was like, "No, just keep just keep hitting it, keep hitting it, hit like two probably twenty dollar." runs and on the on the third try i hit the 900 mark i was like perfect that's it that's what i needed yeah that's awesome i'm only, I'm only a little so i'm jealous. 900 richer buddy what are you gonna do with that money colt uh rent <laughs> <laughs> that's probably a good place for it yeah i'm you trying to be place to live so that's fine yeah, I need uh, to be a, <clears throat> a little responsible for it. Old Colton would just go spend it somewhere and 
immediately it'll be gone the next weekend so all right boys so a segment that i want to go over topic um that i've been seeing this year it contains three players and a team i want you guys have your opinions on it we got ricky fowler getting back in the winner's circle tiger getting contention on sunday at the masters justin thomas makes it back to world number one or Team USA getting the Ryder Cup dub. What's your uh, opinions on that? Well, I mean, I feel like there's only one right answer to that, and it has to be Tiger getting in contention on Sunday at the Masters. I mean, I love Ricky Fowler, don't get me wrong. He's he's great for the game, growing the game for sure, but nothing beats Tiger. I, nothing gets golf you know, more views. Than with Tiger being in contention in literally any tournament, so if you bring that into the Masters, it, the golf world is going to go insane. So that that's my pick, right? Hands down. He just makes the the game better, right? Obviously. The guy posts one video of his golf swing, and the internet goes crazy. He <laughs> right. win he wins the PJ Tour Pip yeah, program. He, he doesn't have to do anything. Yeah, he's the dude. So you no. you get him you get him in a in a major that would be unreal. But I'm gonna go with Ricky Fowler because, like Jordan said, everybody loves BDR. He's the dude. He's the he's the players or the people's player. Um, it would just be cool to see him win. Working with Butch Harmon again. Posted a he new, does have a new swing swing. video. It, it is good. silky. Yeah, his swings looks. Fantastic! Looks so good. I don't think I've seen a swing more on plane. No more laid off. I mean, it's it's so good. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, George, I'm gonna have to go with you on that one with BDR. I love Ricky, dude. I mean, I love Tiger too. I mean, I always want to see Tiger in contention. Something at something, but I want Ricky to get a win this year so badly. I've been waiting for it for a while. And he hasn't won since what the waste management Phoenix Open? Has it been that long? Something like that. Yeah, I think so. Wow. So that's a little hiatus. He needs to get back in the winner's circle, but I'm still sticking with my guts. No disrespect to Justin Thomas or you know USA in the Ryder Cup, but no. I mean, we want him to do Tiger's well. hands now for me. So I mean, while while we're on the topic of you know the Masters and Augusta, I've got a question for you, fellas. Um, basically, would you rather receive two tickets to Sunday at the Masters, or the weekend, I should say, at the Masters, or get to play that course one time? Get to play Augusta once. Definitely play. Definitely play. I mean, being a golfer and. I've always wanted to play Augusta National since I ever started golf, basically. I mean, watching the Masters every year, that's just my dream. Just to go play it once before I die. I could care less of going to the Masters. So. I'm kind of going back and forth on it. Like you said, the Masters, Augusta National, is the golf course. I mean, it's... It's just the golf course. It's it's the best thing out there. You wait around every year for that weekend to watch it on TV. So to be able to go there every year with two tickets would be sick. But I'm going to have to go with Colt. I'm going to say I'm going to play it. 
just one time, it would just be, I mean, what else would I want to do with my life once I played Augusta, right? <laughs> right. It's, it's like a dream come true. I'm going to make it three peas in a pod. I'm going with play the course once. I don't think there's anything better than playing a course where the PGA Tour or even LPGA Tour plays where you get to watch that on the TV and kind of replay your shots as you, you were there at the course. So mm-hmm. 100%. I'm, I'm rounding that 100%. off definitely playing Augusta. I mean, too, like if you – I don't even know if you can bring your phones when – when going to the Masters, right? That's a that's a I rule, think that's right? A rule. I think they give you the old yeah. cavity search before trying to enter. So I don't think any phones are allowed on that property. The good old cavity search. They frisk it down. It's a good one. No phones on the property. Well, mm-hmm. little pat down there. Segwaying off of the topic of not having your phone while on the premises of Augusta, did you boys hear the story about the the cat that got a hole in one on hole twelve? I think I have heard it, but I, I would like to hear okay. more about what it. Okay, what the f- – what? So I can't remember where I heard this from. Definitely a credible source. But this guy, not allowed to take pictures, not allowed to take videos out on the course. Guy gets a hole-in-one, and they allow him to take a picture. When they go back in the clubhouse, they have conversations. They say, send me the picture. We'll, we'll get a painting or something like that made up for you, and we'll send it out to you couple months later whatever the time period is they send it out to them and they give them a bill they say if you want this picture it's going to be a lump sum of 40 or fifty thousand dollars or something like that and right what crazy so he's going yeah absolutely so he's going back and forth going back and forth with his wife should we do it should we not and ultimately He's got the same love for Augusta that we do. So he moves forward with it. And turns out that was his initiation into Augusta National, becoming a member. And this story is, I've heard it more than once. I've heard it actually twice. So whoever's running Augusta is just messing with people. But pretty cool story. Would you guys pay that forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 for a painting? Not not knowing that you're going to get an invitation to be a member out there, right? I I don't know. <laughs> well, one, I mean, getting a hole in one at Augusta National would be insane. I personally don't even have one hole in one yet, so it, it, I couldn't imagine the feeling he's going through. One, getting a hole in one. Two, being at Augusta National. I, if you're putting his shoes, I feel like he made the right decision regardless of, of getting the membership in the end or not because it's a great conversation piece. It's a great yep. story to tell. His kids, grandkids, great-grandkids passes right. it down. And, he, like it, and he's a member I, at Augusta National. Yeah. And you're a member now. Even regardless, right. like without being I a mean, member, I think it would have been worth buying that painting. Or Yeah, I and I, still, I would agree. I, I don't. It was a great decision. I don't know how I would pay for. It. I don't know how he paid for it. If it was a lump sum, if he's making like a car Monthly payment payments, <laughs> right? <laughs> Monthly painting payment. That's here. kind of kind of a crazy scenario, <clears throat> right? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it's like to get a hole in one since I still have yet to have one. I've hit plenty of great shots on par threes. They've come close. They've hit the flag. They've hit the stick. 
I'm sure they've lipped out, but no luck. Um, George, I know, George, you have a couple hole ones. You, you've got a hole in one during a college event, and then you have a hole in, hole in par, I think, at a tournament, I, too. I do. I, let's hear more about those because those are his... <laughs> a a hole, hole in par. par. So my first, my first hole in par experience was our last tournament of my sophomore year, I believe. Eighth hole. I don't know. It's probably 190. I'm a lefty, out of bounds, left, straight shank one left. Like, I pro- I honestly might have killed somebody. <laughs> Way left. I'm like, okay, great. <clears throat> now, now I got to re-tee. Luckily, luckily the drop zone was a little further up. <clears throat> but, so anyway, drop. And the pins kind of, there's a slope, and the pins at the bottom of the slope, so I, whatever. I can't even remember what I hit, and it was, like a wedge or something up there and hit the top of the hill sucked back and straight in the hole par love it and then the second one or the actual hole in one was my last uh event in college it was pretty cool it was my sixth or seventh hole i believe and actually was fortunate enough to play with another kid on our team at the event and his parents were his parents came they were up by the green I think I have a scorecard somewhere in my desk here, but it was 145, something like that. Hit a cute little P wedge up there, rolled up there. I'm like, oh, man, that looks like it could go in. Disappeared. I freaked out as anybody would freak out. It was cool, though. I had a little crowd up there. They were screaming. Got a couple cool pictures, and I validated it on the next hole. I made birdie. It's par five. So that was pretty cool. Oh, actually, I actually Backed almost hold my nice. I actually almost hold the next wet shot for Eagle, uh, but we'll settle for a birdie. But the feeling of getting a hole in one is absolutely insane. I was when I was standing on the, don't have to rub the next in, okay. hole, <laughs> I was just like, make contact, and and I'll be happy because I mean it's just a, it's just a cool feeling. But it is. I, like Jordan said, it is a lot of luck. I mean, you could the best players in the world could hit. They hit. They hit great shots all the time, and they were making hole in one. Colt, you got any hole in ones? Let's hear them. Yep. Yeah, I got a couple. Uh, mostly on par three courses. I don't even. I don't even count them. Uh, the last one I had was at, I think I was 16 years old. I was playing an AJGA event down in Lake Havasu, and we played a par three that was 230 yards. That's a pretty long par three for a 16 year old. For anybody. So, and it's kind of getting later in the, later in the day. Yeah. It's, I mean, we're, it's pretty later in the day. Uh, sun's going down and it's just a practice round. I'm playing with Ben, my roommate, uh, in the practice round. And I hit this three wood and I just absolutely snipe it left, like snipe it left. This thing, I see it hits the hill, goes all the way back down, and it goes toward the, the pin. And I'm like, all right, well, that's weird. So we're getting up there, and that's our last hole of the, of the practice round. And I'm, I'm like, where is this ball at? Uh, I'm looking around, looking in the desert, and I just go up to go to the hole, and it's in the hole. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, it was – one of the freak shots ever I've ever hit and win the hole after sniping it left. 
Had a good tournament after that too. I think I finished probably like eighth or ninth or something in that AJGA. So yeah, it was a good time. And my first ever one when I was I was nine years old. It was on a par three course, and I was playing with a couple of buddies of mine. And I it was like 112 yards, and I smoked a nine iron right at it. Yeah. Took one hop right in the hole, and I was nine years old. Yep, first hole in one ever. I went crazy. So that was, yeah, two good hole-in-one stories. The other ones, I mean, I was like probably 16, 15 years old playing par three courses, and right. most of them were like 60 yards. I, so I, I don't even count those. <laughs> I, I would count a par three course hole-in-one right now. Short it. <clears throat> Maybe. Yeah, depending depending on what I mean, hole-in-one. I do. I really do. A lot of people get hole-in-ones at this course <laughs> out here called Mountain Shadows. I, I don't know if that's where you got yours at, Colt, but. Oh yeah, I mean, they have a few holes that are fifty, and then to seventy-five yards, a few of them. And I mean, there there's a few that are surrounded by water. They have great mountain views. So I don't know. It's a sick par three course. I would count a hole in one at that course. So. Oh, for sure. I mean, this one was at Moon Valley like Country Club. Hole I think the longest hole. There. Yeah. I think the longest one's probably 115 yards, probably. And that Count was the it. one that I got the whole one on. Check it off. So, at nine years old, I'm counting it. All day. Hell yeah. I've, I've had my longest hole out was yeah. 210 yards at the Estancia Club with a three iron. So That's a I, went, I went pretty wild when that one went in. It's pretty good. And I didn't think it went in. So Yeah, that's pretty that's sick. the best I have. Uh, my last hole out was the day after New Year's. Yeah. My last hole was the day after New Year's. It's playing a practice round for the waste management this qualifier. Year? Recently? Um No, this was probably like two years ago, something like that. And I had about probably a hundred and hundred and forty yards up the hill and Hit a perfect nine iron, cut nine iron, took yeah. one hop, spun back right in the hole. That is yeah. filthy. It's pretty cool to see. Speaking waste of the waste managed. management, yeah. Speaking of the waste management pre-qualifiers or qualifiers, Colt, I know you're playing in the Monday or the you know pre-Monday. So tell us a little bit about that, where you're playing at. And... Yeah, playing at McCormick Ranch, usually what I like to go play at. It's a solid course. I love the Palm course. Um, I came close to it or to making the Monday a couple of years ago. I, I missed it by two. I always play well on that golf course. It's such a fun fun place, especially if the weather's not going well. I mean, you can still shoot under par and try to get in that way. Who's going to be on the bag? Um, yeah. I don't know yet. I might just go solo or have my dad caddy for me out there because he wants – you know, my dad, he wants right. to be out there every second away. So, makes sense. What, yeah, they um, just came out with uh, yeah. the tournament schedule for Michigan here. We're the GAM, like we, it's called the GAM Golf Association of Michigan. It's pretty cool. Michigan Am. So, I'm an amateur still. JoJo's an amateur still. But the Michigan Am actually is being held at. Oakland Hills. So they've got a couple, they've had a, well, not a couple. They, yeah, they've had multiple U S opens Ryder cup. They've had a couple USAMs. So I'm going to, I get, maybe I'm going to have to check my schedule, but I might try and shoot for that and see what happens. It'd be cool 
to get, I mean, to qualifying for that is, is pretty tough for me. Cause I really don't play a whole lot of golf, but just to get out there would be pretty sweet. They've, they've got that. Um, the Michigan PGA section just came out with all of their schedules as well. And the Michigan open, which is technically the biggest tournament in Michigan besides the rocket, obviously is at, they just moved it. It's been up at Traverse city for a while and they just moved it to Oakland University's khaki course, which is pretty local to me. So that'll be cool. I'm definitely gonna try. Definitely gonna try yep. and play in that. I yep. haven't figured out dates for that, but I think it's I think it's mid June is when it's scheduled for. So that'll be pretty cool. We get in. Yeah, I was. I want to plan on doing. Uh, I have. I have an uncle that lives in North Carolina as well. I want to do a Thursday for the Wells Fargo and then do the Michigan Open as well. And Could even swing that. Um, yeah. Try to play that khaki and probably yeah. do the D- Detroit yeah. Rocket Mortgage Tournament as well. I mean, I, I want to do a lot of traveling this year. I kind of owe it to myself because I've been working a lot. So this, I need to set up a schedule here pretty soon. But – Waste management's gonna be my first one. See how it goes, and right on, JoJo. Figure out the rest of the summer. What's on the forecast for you? As far as playing goes, uh, yeah, right now tournaments. I have I have nothing scheduled. I think maybe try and set up that four ball again, like we did last we're, year. Run it back. We're running run it, it back. back. We were close uh, this this past year. I couldn't get anything going. Nothing was falling. <laughs> so. It was brutal. It was my first competitive round in, I think, four and a half years. And there were some jitters. So Yeah, we were shaking off the rust for sure. Yeah, definitely. Oh. It was it oh, was yeah. fun though. It was fun. We went down to we drove down to Ohio the night it was the night prior. We we probably we didn't we really didn't even look at the whole I golf course. Think we, we only got we in like 11 holes maybe max and then yeah, we just and, drove the rest right and it was and they were quick I mean, 11 it was like right the last four holes we hammeries. played were were dark yeah yeah exactly so it was pretty it was pretty much like a new course when we went out there but we started out pretty hot i mean we were two i think we were two under through three kind yeah, of fell apart three. ended up well uh, we, we figured like we figured six to eight would do it for like alternates and in the spots. I think there's two spots available, but yeah, we turned it up on the back, birdied 10, 11, should have birdied the neck, one of the next two, and then hold out a bunker shot, got to four and we're like four, we were four under, I think we had four to play and we're like, dude, we can totally do this. And then we, we screwed the pooch. We both, we we both, we both. This, this, I mean, the wind this picked par- up on the back nine, and it did. This par three was insanely tough, especially where the pin was at. It was on tucked left, and it was like a two tier green. So it was anything like an right, eighteen percent slope. It was ridiculous. Yeah, if you're on that wrong slope, oh, if you're on the right side of it. You're gonna have a twelve footer coming back, and right, that's we're on best. the wrong side. We're on the wrong side of the hole, trying to hit flop shots. Towards the water, exactly. Unsu- un- and needless to say, it was unsuccessful. And uh, a- I mean, after that, we kind of lost the win in our sales. We we didn't give up per se, but we we definitely did. 
<laughs> took a lot out of us. But it was fun. No, I, I'm definitely looking forward to that tournament again. Um, I am as not well. I, the course we played though was awesome. It was Catawba Island Club. That was that was sweet. And the USAM four ball, the tournament as a whole is is so cool. Uh, back in the, probably three or four years prior, Jordan and an older teammate that played at Wayne also got pretty far. They qualified. I don't know where you guys qualified, but you guys went pretty far in that. Yeah, we qualified at Barton Hills. Uh, I think we shot seven under sixty-four uh, to get in, and then we played Pinehurst number two. Little playoff to get in there too, right? Oh, we did. You're right. Yeah, we had a playoff. We tied with I think three or four, I think it was four teams total tied for two spots. And <laughs> first hole was a par five. Uh, first playoff hole, I should say. I think it was hole sixteen is what they started on for the playoff. Par five. I. Remember hit and drive really well. I, I'm not the longest hitter, so everybody pretty much like my partner Chad was a long ball hitter. So I think it was a really good ham and egg that we had going on. Uh, but he blasted one down there, so it gave me you know the free reign to kind of hit a good drive. Poked one up there into a front bunker, and I was able to get that up and in for birdie, and it got us through. And yeah, it was against it was against Michigan oh, State's head coach, I think Casey Lubon, and then his partner. I couldn't remember his who his partner was. Go go uh, blue, go Spartans, blue, baby! Dude. Yeah, go blue. So, that was pretty exciting. We got to play Pinehurst number two and number eight, and yeah, we qualified. We got through, uh, basically the stroke play portion of it. I can't remember what seed we were, but we ended up winning our first match in extra holes, of course, because why would we make it really easy on us? <laughs> <laughs> so Chad ended up burning the second extra hole, uh, and like. Uh, Piner, so it was a pretty long par four, and he ended up draining like a seven footer for Bird, and got us through. And then we just got pretty much wiped the next round against some eighteen year old kids that were just fresh going into college. Who ended yeah, up winning the whole of, thing? A lot of sticks playing in those no. in that event, but it, those events, like mm-hmm. I said, is cool as a whole because I think the entry fee per person is somewhere like one eighty, but if you do qualify. You get your qualifying round. You get two practice rounds. Is that correct? Two practice, yeah. One on each course. One on each course. Then you get your two your two rounds of of uh, stroke play. So you're at five. Then your matches. So you're looking at somewhere in the range of one to ten rounds of golf on pristine golf courses. Like this year, it's at Kiowa Island, which would have been sick to go to and next year is just as cool phil i think it's philly cricket club and that's that's a that's a badass oh yeah so they're just they're just playing like dream destination golf courses so it's a cool tournament cool vibes anything really Really well ran usg yeah anything ran by the usga is is pretty cool and i'm pretty sure you get food and everything too yeah, they give you lunch. They hook you up. Yeah, yeah lunch. Get some. Breakfast. Get some. They cool have like a little dinner too. It's great. So yeah. Well, fellas, just to round this week's podcast off, we'll go back to uh, maybe give a little recap of how our players did last week, and then run into you know our our favorite uh, player of the week, and then also our dark horse. So uh, kind of going back to last week. We've got Colt in the lead at minus 15 with his two players, uh, Spieth and Putnam. 
Even though Spieth missed the cut, Putnam gave it a run, didn't he? Yeah, what a fucking great pick that was, picking Spieth, <laughs> Yeah, huh? he struggled there a little yeah. bit. I think he missed Tied the cut by the one, lead right? the first day and then a big old miscut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure did. Oh, nice little five over in the second that, day. Was, that had to have been the worst round of the week. That, thanks, Spieth. Right? Five over? Probably probably close to it, it yeah. Probably pretty I close. I think it would have to be. Um, and then close behind Colt there, myself, with uh, Russell Henley and Brian Stewart. Both those fellas made the cut. Russell Henley didn't really give it a run like he did last year. Came in T32 at 9-under. And then, yeah, Stewart. Typical for him. I mean, I'd say Stewart will make the cut, but I won't. you won't see him at the top of the leaderboard, really. You'll all see him right around T65, which is where he ended it off, 4-under. So 13-under for myself. And then in DFL... Is George minus nine with bringing up, <laughs> bringing up the rear, <laughs> Brent, Grant, and uh, Cooch. So Cooch played well. Cooch had a good tournament, but Brent Grant, the Hawaiian native, didn't really come through for you. <laughs> so yeah, essentially for the structure of this year-long uh, contest that we have going on between the three of us, it's going to be our contender and dark horse. We're going to just take their total score. Uh, add that up, and then whoever is at you know the top is going to end up winning a nice, lovely prize of. We don't really have the prize picked out yet, but it'll be lovely. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, boys. What do you think we should bet on here? Throw a hundred down. Do you think our viewers? You think our viewers and listeners would like to know? I think they would. How about, how about they suggest what the prize is? We can do that. Yeah, right, that's a good that. idea. Let's put a little, put a little uh, We're going to put yeah, a little, little feedback out on our Instagram page. And go to our Instagram page at Midwest Coast Golf. And we're going to post it to our story. And we'll, you know, we'll give a little, maybe an A, B, C, or D option. And then you guys pick uh, what we should, what we should uh, bet on or have the bet beat. So that's perfect. I say a loser gets an ass tattoo. I actually know a buddy who has Does an ass tattoo. <laughs> and he got it in Vegas. <laughs> so shout out Jason Van Isenga. That's rough. Yep. That's rough. Uh, running, running it back, we're going into this <laughs> week's tournament. It's the American Express. They're playing at the PGA West course, which is in California. So Palm Springs, I, baby. Palm Springs. We can yep. run it back. We'll start that snake draft. I'll go with my first pick this week. Uh, he's a guy who's got some fresh Mira irons in the bag. Justin Rose. So I think he's going to be, he's going to be getting into shape here and, uh, Going to take Rosie. this dub. So that'll be my contender this week. My contender this week, back-to-back. Back. He's going back-to-back. Back. He's rolling the confidence from last week. Mr. Siwoo Kim. Ooh, a little back-to-back. Back. Whoa, mm-hmm. bold play there, big guy. I don't mind that yep. pick. Oh. <clears throat> All right. Well, I'm going with the guy who has won in 2018 at this uh, lovely tournament. It is going to be John Rahm. He loves this course. He wants to get to world number one. Why not get another second one? It's good at making birdies. That place is an absolute birdie fest. Sure is. Sure is. He's playing probably the best out of anybody. And then uh, my dark horse, my dark horse is going to be Ricky Fowler. A little BDR action. I want him to get a win. He needs this is his win. first tournament back since getting that new swing into action. And he loves that place. He always plays, plays well there. 
Yeah. I believe so. Sure is. Right on. It is. Yep. I love it that. might be his first tournament of the year. Yeah. It is his first tournament of the year. Yep. Good Took some shit. time off. All right. My dark horse, Sahith Tagala, if I said that properly. Uh, pretty close last year at the Waste Management. Just a matter of time before he gets in the winner's circle. Love the guy. He's a he's a, also a people guy, just like Ricky Fowler. I'm pretty sure everybody at the mm-hmm. uh, Waste Management was pulling for him. Obviously, Kepka took home the dub there, See, but a lot of people are pulling for him. So I'm pulling for, for him this week. No. Uh, oh, Scotty. Scotty won it last right, year. Right. I'm thinking of the year prior. but Yep. Uh, ben and I used to play uh, junior golf with uh, Sahith back yeah. in the day. That's pretty dope. Yep. That is dope. <clears throat> and Scotty. So it was pretty cool to see him go back at well, it. Well, yeah, I can round this off here with my dark horse. I'm definitely going with a guy. He's a he's a people pleaser. Mr. Gangnam style at the Waste Management uh, a few years <laughs> back. <laughs> uh, I played with him in U.S. Open sectionals, James Hahn. So I think this might be his first mm. play uh, – Tour start of the year, and he's going to get in that winter circle. So I think it'll be his third third double to get in there. So he's a great guy, lovely, super guy. nice, genuine, and can roll the rock. So best of luck, boys. Let's get after it. Best of luck, everybody. Best Thank you luck, so much for friends. joining us. Yep, at another episode of Midwest Coast Golf Podcast, and adios. Let's get after it, boys. Just let it be.